Welcome to Three Drink Minimum. It's a podcast that makes you sound drunk just by saying the name correctly. I'm Uncle Don, sitting across me, and nephew Eric. Eric, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Doing all right. Doing all right. It was a rough week. Started off a little difficult, but okay. I kind of feel like I'm getting my uh, head above water. Yeah, got big plans for work-wise. Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, work on Saturday. Why? I gotta go shoot over in uh, Oklahoma and then up in Kansas. So I got full day Saturday. Overtime? No. You salary? No. If I work that day, they make me take another day off. Oh, uh, so what day are you going to take off Monday? Probably. That's the way to do it. I mean, that works. I'm going to Silver Dollar City tomorrow. Taking Blair and my in-laws and stuff. Which I was concerned because I saw uh, an article that was posted yesterday as it was in the Springfield News, the KY3, and it said Springfield Hospital's preparing for measles outbreak Ooh. spreading across the Ozarks. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know, which they said there hasn't been any reported cases yet in the area. They're just getting prepared, which brings me as a new father of a seven-week-old child to say this. Vaccinate your fucking children. Yeah, vaccinate them, you friggin' morons. Like, hey, uh, who? okay, which one of those idiots decided... I want to know what idiot sat there and literally looked at the pros and cons and decided that autism was worse than fucking polio. Well, we can't prove that vaccines actually work against polio. Well, I mean, it hasn't been around for a good long time. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, we can't actually prove oh, it. That's, hey. that's your so-called Western science. Have you ever heard of yellow fever? Um... That's racist. Have you ever heard of yellow fever? Yeah. Stop, stop calling it yellow fever. It's called Asian bird flu. Asian bird flu. <laughs> oh, it's racist to call it yellow fever. Is it really called Asian, Asian bird oh, flu? Oh, God, no. <laughs> but see, I don't even know what yellow fever is, you know? Yeah. Thanks, vaccines. Yep. Fucking idiots, man. But anyway. All right. You had a couple things you want to talk about. Yep. And lead into open-ended questions and ask me opinions and stuff. And I'm here to pontificate with my opinions. Well, first I, things first, we're going to start off like we do every week, and we will for the next two weeks. Let's talk about the nerd stuff. Yep. Thrones. Okay, what would you think of this week's episode? This week's episode made me remember why it was called Game of Thrones and not Battle Against the White Walkers. This week's episode was the most Game of Thrones feeling episode they've had. It made me yeah, it made me wonder season. why we were paying so much attention to the White Walkers for the last two seasons. It's like this is give me more of this shit. Yeah. Yeah, because I man, that spoiler alert, but man, that scene when Cersei just had the mountain chop off her uh Masande's head and she drops in Grey Worm's face and like and Cersei had the opportunity to kill her, dragons kill her by right there, but that bitch was just like, it was just like, I am so confident that I'm just going to do this and walk away. I'm yeah. so confident in beating your ass. Like, Well, have you seen the trailers for next week? Yes, yes. Okay, everybody's looking up at the sky, and the look on your own Greyjoy's face, like, what the hell? What do you think they're looking at? Well, what's that dragon's name, Rhaegal? Uh-huh. I don't think he died. I think he died. I think Drogon is going to be showing back, showing up with a, 
a writer, but more than just a writer, I think uh, they have Gendry, a very talented armorer. I think we're going to see an armored fucking dragon. That would be cool. See Drogon with some armor, yeah. dude. But, you know, George R. R. Martin said that, like, to the shoot a dragon out of the air would have to be, like, a one in a hundred thousand shot. Yep. And they just did it no problem. Like, your own was just like, pop, dead. I'm thinking, I'm really hoping that George R. R. Martin either has books finished and waiting for HBO to screw the pooch, or HBO screwing the pooch makes him work a little bit harder to get those books done so he doesn't die and make H- that the ending to his series. Yeah, you know, I almost wonder that. I almost if almost wonder if he has the books done, but he's waiting to see the the reaction to well, you've how heard, it all ends. There's some complaints. He's, he's made some veiled complaints about this how season. the HBO show is going. This season? Mm-hmm. About last couple seasons, since he uh, didn't have any books, since, since they didn't have books to draw on and they were going off of his outline of what was going to happen, uh, I guess HBO, the executives are pushing certain things to happen in certain ways and they don't agree up with him. Well, um, I also, we, we are so hard on Game of Thrones <clears throat> because we have such a high standard. Every episode this season so far, if that was in another TV show that wasn't held to such a high standard, you'd be like, oh, that was fucking great. But Game of Thrones is held to such a high standard to where you're like, oh, do better. Like, we've seen better, do better. Yeah, and it goes, Cersei would not have let them walk away. Cersei just got through blowing up the enti- the Sept and, and everybody in it yeah. just to prove a point, but- basically. She she does not pull any punches, so why didn't she just have them open up and take everybody out right there on the hill? The war would be over. Well, and no I kind of I kind of like it. I kind of like it because it was like a big dick move, you know. It was a power move. It was like it like no made the us- power move would be to just pop 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 just all those arrows just lose them. Actually, the power move is when uh yeah oh. Tyrion, jeez, it's been a long week. When Tyrion walks up, he, he's not going to deal with, uh, what's the, uh, not Pywin, Pywin? Whoever the maester is, yeah, yeah. he's not going to deal with him. He just walks past him and goes up and starts talking to his sister directly. If she would have just put one of those big fucking arrows right into Tyrion's head right then, that would have been Game of Thrones moment that we would expect from Game of Thrones. I really thought Tyrion was going to die right there. That, like, that's, what, dying. that's what we expect from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Put put one of our characters in a situation where you think where you hope they're not gonna die, but yep, they die. See, I kind of like the I guess I might be in the minority, but I like Cersei just letting him walk and like just beheading her and this and just letting him walk because it it like to me it makes a, it makes a statement of like I am fully confident in my army destroying yours. Why would she make that statement? I don't know. Does she want to for fun? I don't know. Why? How about how about the look on Euron's face when Tyrion started talking about the baby? Mm. Yeah, because how he know? How does he turn on her? Mm, I don't know. How about Jamie giving uh, Brienne a tarsome dick and then riding off into the sunset? 
Oh, I feel sorry for Brienne. I do too. I saw those tweets. Like, man, I hate dick. She got him right there in the house coat and like, I fuck my sister, bitch. You think I'm a good guy? Yeah, <laughs> I I do like the uh, line that Tyrion said. Finally, you had to go up for it. <laughs> he's like, you know how long I've been waiting to make tall people jokes because <laughs> he's always had to go up for it. Yeah, but, yeah. But honestly, this episode, I think it was good. It, it made me remember why it was yep. Game of Thrones, and yep. yeah, I, I like it. it. And I think I'm still fully confident in them completely capitalizing on these last two episodes and destroying it and just giving us something huge. And I did read a thing, which makes me think that the Long Night, the Battle of Winterfell, was a red herring or whatever it's called, because you think that the Night King is still out there. No, I think it was just like a big smoke screen. Like it was all hyped up for, you know, two years that this was the big deal. And then Amelia Clark said, Epi- there's some- there's- episode five is huge. So it makes me wonder if they hyped all that up. But the real killer episode is episode five. Episode Which- five is when they're going to try and take the Red Keep. But that's very Game of Thrones style where it's not the finale that where all the big shit happens. Right. It's always the episode before the finale. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course, episode five, they're going to try and take the Red Keep, and a lot of people are going to die. They're going to have to do something because, I mean, you you got the diehard fans and then you got the haters. So there's there's 20% here and 20% here. The, everybody else is, or actually I'm going to say 10% and 10%. Eight, the rest, 80%, I think a lot of them are on the fence about this season so far. They're mm-hmm. like, uh it's it's good, but it's not what I was expecting. Right. Especially after waiting two fucking years. You yeah. Know? We waited a long time for this, and there's been elements of it that it was really good. And then there's been parts where it's just like, oh, come on. All right, that's enough Thrones talk. Yeah, it is. All right, so I saw trending on Twitter today that Beatles memorabilia, rare Beatles memorabilia, was going for big bucks in an auction today. Okay. So my question to you is you have whatever money you like you know just throw money out of the equation here just say you got money what is some memorabilia from a band sports anything that you think that you would just be like okay I got to get this if i had the money to get any mm-hmm. anything anything the shroud of turn what's that that was that that's a famous uh, supposed burial cloth of jesus got blood stains on it and everything and we could clone our own damn jesus well that's way different than what i was going with but not a bad no idea. no i don't i, I you're t- you're talking about fan culture what's the one thing that you would want fan or, culture? it can be multiple things or you know what are some things or one thing that you would want like you would just be like i just want this bad hmm i can't think of anything Right off the top of my head. I would want a Stevie Ray Vaughan, the, the strat that said SRV, and it was all beat up. And I would want that strat, that one specific one. I would want I would want something of Freddie Mercury's. I don't know, maybe a drop of his blood. <laughs> I was going to say, his AIDS. <laughs> um, but I would want something that belonged to Freddie Mercury. Hmm. And I don't know. A Babe Ruth game worn jersey just went through for three and a half million. Okay, so wh- why would you want these things? 
Well, I love Stevie Ray Vaughan, so I'd want that. Oh, I'd want a Waylon Jennings cowboy hat, too. But those are just things. And a Willie Nelson bandana. Why not Why not Willie's guitar? Because oh, I got Stevie Ray's guitar. Okay. And I got Freddie's <clears throat> microphone. Yeah, I, uh, I, I can't think of anything. Maybe Joey Ramone's Chuck Taylor's. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, that, that's it? You wouldn't want no, like, TV show props or TV show or anything? No, and I really don't want the Chuck Taylors. I just, I just want to contribute to the conversation here, but those are just, I don't know, they're things. They aren't the thing that I really enjoy about. I watch a TV show because I enjoy the TV show. <clears throat> Owning a piece of prop or something from that TV show doesn't make me like TV You're show You're right, but here's the thing. It's just you got an unlimited amount of money, so it's just something cool to have, you know, hanging up on the wall or something. Or Yeah, it's it's something to tie me down to. It's like, oh, now I got to, that's one thing that I got to keep an eye on because it's a famous thing and I got to now take care of it and make sure it doesn't get caught up in a fire or anything or else I destroy somebody, the legacy of you somebody. Just, you just don't want the maintenance. You don't want the responsibility. Yeah. yeah, why would I want that? Okay, well, since you didn't contribute to that much, I do have another question for you. So we were talking about Kyler Murray right before this. Sorry, I, I, I wish I could contribute more. That's okay. We were talking about Kyler Murray right before this and the, and the money difference between football and baseball. Sure. And whatever, even though... The higher-end baseball players do make more than higher-end football players, but football players make more money in the short term. So I hear the constant argument that athletes are overpaid, mm-hmm. extremely overpaid. Yes. I um, <clears throat> I discredit that very much. The libertarian in me says they are get paid exactly how much they can get, so that's good. Well, here's the thing. I get really tired of, oh, they're overpaid. Oh, they're overpaid. They make too much money. Why should you make that much money to play a sport? Everything is market-driven, yeah? Right. And people are like, well, what about teachers? There's millions of teachers. You know how many good quarterbacks there are in the world? Thirteen. You know, oh, that table's squeaking. Yeah, that table's squeaking. I'm like, what am I hearing? Oh, the table's squeaking. Like, but if there was only 13 good teachers in the world, sure, they would make for some millions reason, of dollars. For some reason, that I was just thinking about your wife. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, what? That squeak in that? Yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, there's 13 good quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay. So, of course, they're going to make millions of dollars. If there was only 13 good teachers... They would make millions of dollars. I mean, it's market-driven. Yeah. yeah. So what, I don't understand. I can't even play devil's advocate on it because how – what do you mean they make too much money? Yeah, I I, I can't play – well, let me try to play devil's advocate. Um, teachers bring more value to society as a whole than quarterbacks do. Okay, I mean, sure, maybe. I don't know, but I think you could argue that – a football player does, you know? No, you can't. I think you could. I mean, they... When was the last time a quarterback um, inspired a kid to cure cancer? 
when was the last time anybody inspired somebody to cure teachers, cancer? They te- don't have a cure for cancer. Okay, that's true. But cure anything. Uh, teachers inspire kids to follow certain paths and contribute to society as a whole. Well, what? okay, perfect example. Ezekiel Elliott running back Dallas Cowboys. Um, an eighth grade kid in East St. Louis this past week. Eighth grade. Already had two Division One offers for football. Two. In eighth grade. That's insane. That is insane. I mean, prodigy type shit. Was at a party and got shot and killed. Okay. Um, Ezekiel Elliott is paying for the entire funeral. Okay. It's things like that, you know. And that, that can inspire somebody else. That can be inspirational. Yeah, but most... That can change somebody's life. All football players inspire kids to do is to play football and get brain damage. Okay. Well, then let's take LeBron James, for example, basketball player. He opened up a school called, you know, I Promise School. And it offers, like, job placement for the parents. It offers bikes to kids. It offers, like, you know, like free rides, free food. It's a, it's a okay. He gives for, back. That's that's good. And I mean, this is and uh, every student who graduates from there, like goes on to like you know through that elementary school, middle school, and then on through high school and graduate, their tuition is paid at the University of Akron. Like that's a lot of kids to pay a lot of tuition. That's life changing. That's hundreds of kids you're paying tuition for college. Okay, that's cool, but it's not. I'm not going to play it devil's advocate. I can't. I, I, I was trying. I, just, I can't think of any arguments because I don't really care what they get. They get paid what they can negotiate. That's fine. Yeah. You know, and, ah, Kim Kardashian. Have you heard what she's been doing? Yeah, getting people out of prison. Yeah. You know, I want to make a joke about it and discredit it, but I can't. I know. Like, it's like, oh, that's good. I guess. It's like, know, that's good. Okay. You know, good for her. Yeah. Like, kind of excited about that. That's good on you. Okay, let's go. Since we're talking about famous people with money. Famous people with money. Um, Dennis Rodman. Did you see the shit he did? Oh, Jesus. What'd he do? He went into a clothing store with a couple of people, and they were drunk. Now, he's on probation for drunk driving. So he goes into the store, and they had been drinking. At least the cashier says that they had been drinking. Rodman stands in front of the lady while she shoves clothes into a friggin' bag. They're friggin' ripping off the store. Dennis fucking Rodman. He goes in and is with a couple people in their friggin' shoplifting. What the hell? He has to have some demolition man money left over. He's got to have some NBA money, you would think. I know. He was on fucking I was making Jordan. a joke. I was making a joke about Demolition Man because he was in Demolition Man. with. Well, even some of that, maybe. But it's like, what the hell? I mean, he was on Jordan's championship so, teams. He, they're doing that. The guy picks up uh, some crystal uh, sculpture that was for sale for like $20,000 off the counter, drops it, and shatters the shit. Then they're like, we're not paying for nothing because it was your uh, employees' re- your, your your employees' fault that we dropped the statue in the first place, and they took off. It's like, okay, you go into the shoplift this place. You're Dennis fucking Rodman. It's, it, even if you didn't have all the face tattoos, people know who you are. Well, 
It's Dennis Rodman. I think that's the least of our worries with Dennis Rodman. Um, I, I'm, it's like he is buddy buddy with Kim Jong Un. That is true. Which is it, insanely odd. Yeah, he might just run to North Korea and hide out. What I want to know is how the fuck did he build a relationship with Kim Jong Un? Like, did he call him up one day or something? Like, how did they meet and how did they become friends? I think he just went over there and said, "I want to meet the leader." I think he. <laughs> You're rich and famous. You can do that kind of shit. I don't know about you, but I don't know. Dude, that reminds me of the movie The Interview. That movie killed me. I never saw it. <laughs> it's so silly. That it was really a Seth is. Rogen? Yeah, Seth Rogen and James Franco. Yeah, never saw it. It's silly, but it's funny. But yeah, we had stories of people doing good, people doing good, and then Dennis Rodman. Yeah, Dennis Rodman. Like, what the hell? There's a lot of... <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand if you make the money, even if you don't keep all the money, give it away, whatever, start some sort of fund, I would just be like, okay, how much do I need? And disappear quietly. I would love to do if If I was somebody like that, I would love to disappear quietly so I wouldn't have to deal with people. Yeah. Or at the very least, if you want your voice heard, start a fucking podcast or something. You're Dennis Rodman. People listen. Yes. Like, Pat McAfee, perfect example. He played in the NFL. He was a punter. So not that important, but he was known for being, like, punters, you know, very quiet. You don't see them. They go out and punt on fourth down. They leave and blah, blah, blah. You don't even know their name. But he, like, would do, like, celebrations and, you know, silly shit. And he's just a naturally funny guy. He started a podcast. It blew the fuck up. It's one of the biggest podcasts in the world. He's taking it live. He's doing that. Like, you, you know, find another way to... Don't go shoplifting. Yeah, don't go shoplifting. You know, Here, talk here's into a thing. microphone. Do if, something. If, if you got millions of dollars, you can afford the equipment. Don't go shoplifting for $800 worth of clothes. Don't do that. That's wrong. Yeah. This has been a uh, public service announcement. We need a little star in the more you know. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. It was something... Oh, how about that? Do you watch Jeopardy? Of course you don't watch Jeopardy. Who the fuck watches Jeopardy? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I follow Ken Jennings on uh, Twitter, but... Um... He's one of those ones that just kind of irritate me. Uh... So, that who's that one dude that won, that keeps winning? Uh, recently? Yeah. I don't know. Is he new? Oh, well, he's won like 20-something days in a row. Okay. So it's not Ken. Ken Jennings was one who won back in, was it the 90s or 2000s, something uh, like that? Oh, this dude, he's making millions. Um, oh, I forgot to say this. When we were talking about Thrones, did you see the coffee cup? No. Not, I didn't Not until either. the next day. Yeah, I didn't either. They've already taken it out of the, uh, if you go to uh, Game of Thrones on HBO Go, they've already taken it out. So here's the thing. Do you realize how many people have to fuck up for that to be there? One. No, this goes yep. through no, so it, many it's people. So yeah? easy to, it's so easy to miss. How? You're telling me that that hasn't been watched a hundred times? Yeah, and it was watched millions of times on Sunday night, and probably only two or three people caught it, put it on Twitter, and everybody's like, oh, I saw it. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. I didn't see it at all. No, you didn't, I because just, that wasn't the focus of the scene. Well, I just assumed, 
Like, okay, this has to go through editors, they have to watch it. This has to go through directors and producers, and, and so many people have to see this. And not one person picked it up? Nope, mistakes get made. I guess. You'd think. Yeah, you're, you're not looking at the mistakes that they did catch. Their jobs are to catch mistakes. You're not counting all the things they did right. That's fair. You see the one thing they did wrong, and you take that as an example of, oh, look how they screwed up. But you're not looking at how big, how many people were in that scene. Yeah. They, how many main characters were in that friggin' scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got a question. So give these guys some credit. You're right. That's a good point. We, we don't know how much shit they actually caught and changed. So here's a question. Did you watch the It remake? Yes, they just dropped a trailer yes, for the uh, sequel. I have not watched it yet, have you? Yeah. Was it good? It was all about Beverly. It, it's a scene. Did you read the book? No. Okay, then. Um, it looks interesting. I just watched the original. Um, yeah, it looks interesting. I don't know, man. It just... How crazy is it? Like, Would you rather have Pennywise come at you? looking like Pennywise, or Pennywise come at you looking like a naked old lady? I'd say probably as Pennywise. Yeah. The new trailer has a naked old lady in it. See, I'm not scared of... Naked old ladies? No. Okay. Or Pennywise. Kendra's terrified. She's terrified of clowns. I don't... I don't understand the fear behind clowns. Or anything like that. Like cholerophobia. Called what? Uh, I believe it's cholerophobia. I don't understand. Is the name, I mean, uh, is I the, guess. That's the fear of clowns. I believe that's the fear of clowns. Cholerophobia. Something like that. I guess if it's just a phobia, I get, you know, some people probably hear how scared I am of snakes and they're like, what? It's just a snake. Oh, shit. Did you see the guy that got bit by a snake in, in Oklahoma? In the face. In the friggin' face. You don't expect a snake to say, okay, uh, it was a, a ring doorbell. And the guy goes up to his friend's house, he opens up the screen door, knock on the door, and a snake had been curled around the porch light, struck out him and and bit him in the face. You don't expect a snake to strike at you from eye friggin' level. You snake, you're like, okay, they go for the ankles, I can wear some boots, I got my pants on, I'm I'm relatively safe. This thing came out on his friggin' face. Oh god. At yeah, least it freaked was me out. Non-venomous. And- I almost sent the video to your dad because he's always sending me pictures of like uh, women going to be taking their tops off, and it turns out to be guys' dicks. Yeah, I get those a lot. He sends those to me all the time. I thought I can; those make me uncomfortable. I can make him uncomfortable by sending him this. My question with those, because I get those all the time from multiple people, and it's like, how many of those videos are there? Is there like a of boobs you, that suddenly surprise it's a dick. Yeah, like that cut that either cut to a dick or, or it pans they have di- a dick. or it pans down yeah. and the girl's got a dick. Like, how many of those videos are there? A Jesus, lot. I have I get so many of. Them. My thing is, how many videos are your? How many of those videos is your dad watching that he's yeah. sending him to me? Yeah. Is he sending everyone to me, or is he just sending the cream of the crop? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know, but it's it's disturbing. It's really odd. Yeah, I don't get them. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't either. What kind of videos do you share? Um, I don't. You know, I don't really. Uh, hold on. Jesus. The airline. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What? <laughs> the, it, the was it. Who was it? Was it United Delta, Delta. Airlines discourages employees from union unionizing by suggesting they buy video games instead? Yeah, it it says that unions are going to cost you about 800 bucks a year. So, why don't you just buy yourself a game console and enjoy that money? That's not I mean, I guess yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've met a lot of airline employees not many of them have seen like the video game type to me, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Whoever's running marketing for Delta is not the not greatest. Anything they said was going to, they could have come out with the blandest message possible about anti-unionizing and it would still be put up as, look how horrible they are. Um, did you see that video of uh, Ocasio-Cortez? Not knowing what the fuck a garbage disposal was. No. Yeah. <laughs> she had no idea. Oh God, you gotta see it. I, I. We have one upstairs, of course, and it's it's an incinerator. It's what it's called. Uh, I n c i or i n s i n k. What's up? You leaving? You got yeah. a date. So. Got a date? Anyway, it's called it's called an in sync aerator, and I told Kathy that it was called that because it makes all your garbage go bye bye bye, Stop. and she didn't get it. Stop! She didn't get it. Because <laughs> it's an in sync aerator. Yeah, I, I get it, but stop! Bye bye bye! Stop! Stop! I understand. That's horrible. You, you can put all kinds of stuff in there. You can put yellow stuff. Red stuff. You can put the right stuff in there. Oh. I can't with you. You can't. You can't put the wrong things in there. You can't put spoons in there. That'd be wrong stuff. Yeah. But but garbage. That's the right stuff. Hey, um, speaking of putting wrong stuff in there, did you? I don't know how, but sometimes somehow a bobby pin got into my garbage disposal. And it took, it was, I don't know. I, okay. Not, I guess. But yeah, she had no idea what it was and it like was freaking her out. Like, what is this thing? What is it? Like, what do you mean? How are you supposed to have an opinion on all this stuff and you don't know what She didn't know what garbage ha- disposal was. Didn't have a clue. So how did she discover the garbage disposal? I don't know. I'll have to find the video for I'll, I'll watch it. Before the next thing. Um, no, I, I have not seen that. Yeah. They didn't have one of those at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this isn't Game of Thrones, but it's uh, that po- that uh, thing I shared about Game of Thrones still doesn't know how, like, basically how to go about rape culture. Oh, God, yeah. And it was like... Sansa said that she's empowered because she was raped and that's the wrong message and blah, blah, blah. People, I, I firmly believe that people who wrote this article have never watched an episode of Game of Thrones. There's no way they ever have. That is your beef? That is your beef. Well, 
literally an episode or two episodes ago, there was a kid strapped to a fucking wall, like nailed to a wall, set on fire. Yeah. What are you? You're worried about that? I don't understand. It's a show. Yeah, it it's make believe, but it's not about being make believe. It's about making their point for their political purpose. They weren't really offended by the show. They were using the show to promote their own personal agenda. If they were to just say, hey, I don't like this, people say, yeah, we don't like it either. But that doesn't make a point. Yeah, well, I get what, I get what you're saying. Like, you know, it's just for their agenda. Um, do you know who Dave Portnoy is? No. He is the founder and president of Barstool Sports. Fantastic. And uh, he was just on a new, like a Fox News show because he's a big Boston Red Sox fan. And there's a divide with the Boston Red Sox about going to the White House since they won the World Series. Right. There's a divide about them going to the White House. So, you know, they don't really know what to do. And this guy on there was just trying so hard to get him to say that there's a racial divide in our country and that it, it can, it's a problem for the sport. It's a, like there's a racial divide in baseball, there's a racial divide in football, and that's a problem. And like that's all he wanted him to say. And when Dave was saying, listen, this is America. They're free to do whatever they want. If they want to go, great. If they don't want to go, great. Who cares? And this guy could just not handle it. Like he just wanted to hear he, he, that one no, thing to fit he did, he his didn't, agenda. Yeah, he didn't want to hear it. He wanted the soundbite mm-hmm. to where he could publish it. Yeah. That's the... I don't understand. Yeah, the those are we don't have journalists much anymore. It's more about getting somebody to say what your story. They they write their story before they ever go out and interview somebody. They just want that quote to go into their story. And so they fish for that quote they can put into their story. Since you are significantly older than me. I am significantly older. Has there always been a racial divide or is it just more publicized now because in my mind I'm not, you know, I've only been, I'm only 22 years old, but from the history I've learned and studied, I feel like we're better now than we've ever been. Um, did, but what do you mean, has there always issues. been a racial divide? Did you not hear about the Civil War? Well, I mean, you know what I mean, like, to the, like, to the level that it's talked about now. No, it was, it's never been talked about as much as it is now, and I think it's less of a problem than it, now than it ever was. It was more of a problem Back in the 80s, but in the 80s, Bill Cosby, and yeah, sure, he's a rapist. We didn't know that then. But he was America's dad. There, There is nothing about, ooh, he's a black guy on TV. It was, you know, he's America's dad. In the 70s, you had black is beautiful. I mean, it was more positive, and it was, now it's just like everything is racist and they even the okay sign because of practical jokes has been turned into racist and people want a boogeyman so bad that they are building boogeyman yeah kkk were a joke a decade ago yeah kkk yeah if you said yeah i'm a kkk member or something like that i'm a white supremacist you were a joke People laughed at you. They ridiculed you. How? Now it's like, oh, no, it's a serious thing, and now they feel empowered. They feel like they're a threat, therefore they feel that. Yeah, it's just empowering them. Yeah. That's all it is. How weird is it, though, that it's just been people on 4chan literally trolling the entire world by creating these fake white power symbols. Was it 
CBS, it was one of the channels, blurred out. It was a, it was some sports thing in the background. Somebody doing the circle underneath the waist, the little looking. The, yeah, like, what oh, is got it? you looking. Yeah. Uh, they were doing that, and uh, they blurred it out because it was a symbol of white power. It's that, just it's just people on like 4chan and Reddit and shit. They're like, hey, yeah. let's see if we can get people hey, to believe this shit. We're gonna we're gonna make and this blow it up. And they and they don't even hide it. They're like, let's not see if we can get people to believe it. They're like, okay, here's how we're gonna do it. So if you want to read back here and see exactly how we're gonna do it, you can find you can see that we planned it from the beginning exactly how it plays out, and does not matter. It's still I followed guess, through. I guess the only problem with it now is. Since that, since stuff like that has been created, it's hard to tell when people are meaning it as what now. Yes, like it is hard, and that's why you don't empower white supremacists. There you go. That's your message for this episode. Don't empower white supremacists. Yes, please. If you're a white supremacist, uh, you're a dick. And fuck off. Wait a minute. Are we going to tell people how to? Twitter at three drink minimum. Don't even give them the email. Fuck that. Instagram at three drink minimum. And uh, that's it. All right. Bye. Adios.